Three, two, one. And we're back, man. PBTC Fit Fam, everybody listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. You got Ronnie Petito. And Roy. Yeah, and we're both here today. And uh, just going to go over some things. Um, but before we do that, uh, let's talk about this Valentine's Day deal. So I believe this podcast is coming up the Friday before, like the Friday we're doing our actually va- actual Valentine's Day event. Yep. Which is the couples day. Um, basically just going to do a couples workout together. Have a great time um, training and having a full workout together, full body workout, just a, a kick your ass, everything, whatever you can handle kind of workout um, with your partner. And uh, we just want to talk about that a little bit because up until the 14th, actual Valentine's Day, we have a special out. Is it just the 14th or does it go extend past the 14th? Um, yeah, I, I, I believe it's the 28th. Yeah. Okay, so it, it doesn't end until the end of February. Okay, so the 28th. So from now, is it now? February 1st till the 28th, we have Valentine's Day special. Obviously, this is 12th for a couple weeks into February, but you still have plenty of time to hop on this deal. And basically, it's a buy one, get one half off. You know, a two-for-one deal with your um, husband, spouse, wife, whoever. Friend. It doesn't even friend. have to. Yeah, I was going to say, even if you brought a friend, um, as long as you guys are both training together and you know having that workout partner, that's basically what this deal is for, is for people who enjoy having that workout partner and are done with just that normal franchise gym like around the clock or Planet yeah, Fitness or something like that. Don't worry, we show love to the singles as well, not just the couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And this is a perfect deal for you singles because I know a lot of dudes and even chicks that are lonely on Valentine's Day, like, oh, I hate my life because I'm single. And <laughs> they can be doing, or capitalize make it a date, on guys. this deal. You can make it a date. That's yeah, a, see? a great, awesome, just see? an awesome date right there. It's that's an awesome idea. date. <laughs> first Let's get date. a k- killer workout. Roy's like, gains on the first day, <laughs> yeah, baby. That's, yeah. that's how you know she's real, man. That's how you know she's real. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so everybody hop on that deal if you get the chance. um, Because uh, we can really help you with your with what you want to do and what you want to accomplish with your goals. Because I know that uh, a lot of clients we've been talking to right now, especially the newer clients who are just getting used to our program and really just getting the hang of things at a month and a half in, you know, they took advantage of that new year, new you deal. And now they're just really getting into what PBTC fitness is all about. They're always doing something new. They're always doing something. And that's kind of like refreshing from, you know, your regular run of the mill gym. Yeah, man, it really is, man. And, it's awesome to see the growth right away, man. Because it, you, they at first with uh, these newer clients, you see them, you know, uh, at, at like a regular gym as well. At new gyms, they're they're quiet. They're not wanting to, you know, do much. But it, you see them come out of their shell right away, man. Everyone becomes like buddies. It's like a, a true fit fam in here. Yeah, man. That's what I love about it too. Is because they hop right in here. They feel at home. Everybody welcomes them. And then what I also like is that they're starting to understand already because everybody has a, such that positive vibe in our community that it's not about um, how fast you're losing your weight or getting to your goals. <clears throat> it's not about, oh, I haven't got here yet or my weight hasn't got down to this certain spot yet. You know, I've been here for a month. What's going on? Uh, because we had a couple clients that came up to us and like, hey, my weight on the scale went up, but but my pants are fitting better. My clothes are fitting better. I feel better. 
is that weird? And I tell them no, because as we've spoken about before, weight loss is not equal to fat loss. Weight loss, you can gain weight or stay in the same weight and be losing fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, can, you can lose fat without, without losing weight. And uh, when you start losing inches and your fitness level goes up to where you can do all the workouts we're asking of you, you know, to your full capacity and things like that, those are the things that you want to look for. That's the progress you want to look for. It's not just about losing weight on the scale. So it, it's awesome that they're already buying into that and um, understanding that that's how it works. It's all about your process. It's all about staying healthy, staying happy, um, staying in the zone and uh, uh, really learning about your body and what does what um, and how to burn fat and how to really you know show what you want to show. Do you want a V-line? Do you want a six pack? What do you want is basically you know what I'm going with. Yeah, man. So, but uh, I, the, the most recent thing I feel like uh, in the po topic of the podcast today is all about uh, fat loss. So we've talked about weight loss versus fat loss, but today it's, it's literally about fat loss only. And specifically, what kind of workout, what kind of cardio workout burns fat? Because you see a lot of things in the fitness community. Some of them say, oh, well, you shouldn't, you know, um, do a lot of cardio because it can kill your muscle mass gains. Um, you shouldn't do uh, weightlifting and before cardio. You shouldn't do cardio before weightlifting. There's a lot of different things that you hear. And it's, you know, it's so crazy that, you know, you get a lot of different outlooks. But the, the real reality of it is that everybody's got different goals. So that cardio, what's best for you towards your goals, you can input cardio in if you like it, but it might not be like, if you're trying to gain a bunch of muscle mass, that doesn't mean you're running four miles and then doing a lift afterwards. Like your main priority is gonna be lifting and your nutrition intake. Like where are your calories at? Are you eating in a calorie surplus so you can't build muscle size? Uh, and things like that, those are the things you're focused on. You're not focused on four mile runs, you know? And don't get me wrong, you can go on the bike and, and get those mileages in, or you can even run those, but those have to be at a separate time, like or and not before your weightlifting. Like weightlifting's crucial. And then on top of that, once again, if you wanna maximize muscle size, it's counterintuitive to run long distance consistently. Maybe a couple times a week to keep the lungs up, you know, or do some boxing cardio or something like that. But you don't want to do too much of it because, once again, if you're trying to gain muscle mass, it's counterintuitive to run a ton. Because we're trying when, when we're trying to build muscle mass and we're lifting weights and things like that, we're working on you know type two muscle fibers. When we're doing aerobics and running for a really long distance, we're working on type one muscle fibers. Two totally different things. So what are we really trying to work on? What are we trying to build? And as far as cardio, though, when it comes to fat loss, I feel like a lot of people look at cardio and fat loss and they're thinking about, you know, you're thinking about your average Joe, our average female. Who's the female? Karen. So we got Joe and Karen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the average Joe, the average Karen, um, they go into a regular fitness place and they're like, all right, going to lose some fat. And they hop onto a uh, bike or they hop onto a treadmill and they go for hours, right? And then you hop off and they do this consistently and they think it's gonna actually lose weight and help them burn fat. 
Now, initially, someone who's super overweight, yeah, of course, any kind of walking is gonna help you lose weight. But if you're gonna actually lose the most fat, we're not talking about weight, we're talking about fat, which is about calorie burning, which means that your workout, in order to burn a lot, has to be intense. Therefore, first and foremost, we're talking about cardio here, but in order to burn fat, as far as workouts go, you, the foundation of the, your workouts, the majority of your workouts, 70 to 80% of your workouts has to be based around strength training. If you wanna burn, if you wanna start losing fat and burning fat at the highest rate, because we all know that we have a basal metabolic rate, which is what we burn at rest. That goes up with the more muscle mass we have. The more muscle we have, the higher that metabolic rate goes up. You know what that means? That means that when you're sitting down, you, do you know what that means, Ray? Nah, man. No, you don't know what that means? <laughs> right. So basal metabolic rate means that when you're just sitting around doing nothing, that you're burning a certain amount of calories. Okay. okay? If you increase your muscle, your lean muscle, your muscle mass, opposed to your body fat percentage, let's say you only have like 10 body fat percentage, and you had 15 before, your calorie or uh, your basal metabolic rate is gonna go up, which means that the more cal uh, the, the longer, or uh, just sitting at rest, just doing nothing, you're gonna be burning more calories because you have more muscle, your muscles need more fuel. Yeah, yeah, more so they're gonna be burning more calories, they need more, 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 more. So when you're sitting around doing nothing, now your bar body's burning more calories at the same weight because you just worked on losing fat. So, the only way you gain weight, Roy, is if your nutrition is not in check and you're eating over that basal metabolic rate. If you're intaking and eating in a calorie surplus, that's when, if you're not eating at a maintenance of calories, that's when you're gonna gain weight and gain size. That's when it happens and that's what's funny, you know, a lot of girls, oh, I'm weightlifting, da da da. But I don't wanna get jacked. Like, you're not gonna get jacked unless you start eating a ton. Like, you gotta fuel the muscles in order to grow them huge. The only thing you're gonna do, all girls say they wanna get toned, so, okay, weightlift. Weightlift. Yeah. Because tone isn't really a thing, it's really muscle definition. That's what it is, tone. Toned, when you hear tone, that's, you know, Wanting to be a fancy way for personal trainer not knowing what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> toned is nothing, it's, it's fake. It's, it's not even really a word in the dictionary. It is muscle definition. That's what, quote unquote, toning. What they mean by toning. That's all it is, man. <laughs> or AKA just get shredded. <laughs> get jacked, son. Yeah, exactly. Fuego. Screw that tone. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that tone. So, all right, so we're talking about cardio for fat loss. Yeah. Man. Before we get into the cardio, I just wanna say this. In order to burn the most fat, once again, our foundation has to be around strength training. It can't be cardio. Like I can't go out five days a week and um, run, 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 and expect to build muscle and burn fat. Yeah. Because what's gonna happen is our, our bodies, we're super adaptive, right? So our bodies, we, we get used to things. That's why we always gotta switch it up when we're working on the gym. That's why we go from 15 reps to 12 reps, from 12 reps to 10 reps, and we always, yeah, month to month, we always change something up, right? And um, they call it muscle confusion, but really it's just your muscles adapting. So do your muscles get confused? No, they're just getting used to a different resistance, right? So in reality, in order to build muscle size 
and, and in order to cut, in order to continually grow, we have to have strength training in our workout, right? We have to add some type of resistance because what's gonna happen is if we just go on long distance runs all the time, let's say I run four miles, four miles, four miles. Well, eventually, four miles after two months is gonna be a piece of cake. Right, even if I push it to my max, sure, at the end of the workout, I'm gonna be like, ah, but that recovery time is gonna be no problem. And in five minutes, I'm gonna be like, back to normal because I'm so used to it. Yep. And, and the thing is, is that, okay, you can run 10 miles, 20 miles, you can run 100 miles, okay? Nobody gets used to 100 miles. You're not gonna get used to doing 100 miles, right? But as far as like, you know, just a run, just a 10 mile run, fact, yeah, dude, you could easily, not easily, but over time, you'll get used to that, is that's all you do. And the, the problem with that is there's no growth once you get there. Your body's gonna get used to it. You're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna suck, 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 suck. And then when you get you know, at that steady mileage pace and everything for months, a couple months, your body's gonna get used to it and then what? What do you want with weight on your back? <laughs> nice. like, but you're not building no muscle. You're just building, I mean, your legs, sure, your calves, sure, yeah. your feet, sure. But you're not getting the most out of your body as far as fat loss because when you do these things, they're not intense on your body anymore. Even if they might make you more sore if you run more long distance or more intense, it's not doing more to your body. There's no extra resistance against you. So your body gets used to it. The heart rate, it normalizes easier. It stays at a lower rate. It's not like, oh, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Now it's like, oh, I got this. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Yeah. Right. But they grab a bike and try to do that same distance and they'll feel it completely different. Right. right you can, sure. But here's the thing though. Once again, when you get used to the bike, then that's going to stay. Whoa. What I mean by this is that in order to continually get fat loss and in order to continually burn fat and stay in that calorie deficit we have to we have to be intense with our workouts and we can't be intense and continually grow if we're only doing cardio yeah because you can only do so much cardio right there's only so many things we can do there's no resistance that's what i mean there's yeah, no growth yeah, to yeah. it you get to a certain spot you're done so as far as um as far as rowing and uh cardio for fat loss you, your first thing is you got to have strength as the foundation so three to five times a week you need to be in a strength training program a progressively overloading strength training program where it's pushing you to your limits where you're actually uh required to uh try to actually create a ton of resistance and do the exercise correctly that's that's what's needed to build with an exercise program if you're trying to do fat loss so now let's go over the three different types of cardio so, what types of cardio do you know, Roy? Uh, when I hear cardio, man, I just think of just running. All <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. Running, jogging. So, so yeah. running, jogging, um, yeah. going to the treadmill, and that's a perfect example. Uh, and exactly yeah. what I was going to bring up first is because your regular franchise, run of the mill gym, person is going to say the same exact yeah, yeah. thing because that is. That is the main cardio that everybody's used to. Oh, go for a run, go for a walk, go do this, go do that. Treadmill, bike, yeah. stairs. And that, <laughs> that, that, is long, that is called long form cardio. That is what that is called. So with long form ca cardio, like I said, you, you usually see these people every day going to your franchise gym and they go there and what's the first thing they do? They hop on a bike. They hop on a treadmill and they're going, they're going, they're killing it, they're killing it. And it was funny, we listen to Eric Thomas for motivation all the time. And he was talking about this other day, like, man, I needed to know about my nutrition and get my nutrition on track. 
because I was eating, you know, Snicker bar and, and sandwiches and stuff, and then I would get on the treadmill and go hard, you know, hard <laughs> intensity, and I get off and it was only 400 calories. I'm like, that's a Snickers bar I eat, yeah, that's it. literally, one Snickers and, bar. And that puts a lot of things into perspective, which is exactly what happens here. People, and this is what happens to your run-of-the-mill gym, that uh, New Year's, everybody comes in, New Year's resolutioners, and then they don't come back after a month, a month and a half, because they go, they crush it, they're doing the treadmill, 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 some weight, treadmill, 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 and they're doing all these cardio and they're feeling great because it's make, they're moving, they're getting more energy, but what happens is they don't see results. Because they don't change their diet, man. Not only do they not change their diet, but it's also because they keep doing the same thing. Yeah, same thing. There's no, once again, once you get to a certain point, there's no big time resistance. There, there's nothing, if you're not raising the intensity level, if you're not walking up an incline, if you're not adding different things to your workout, once again, the, all these things have a limit. You can only put the treadmill up so high, you can only put the speed so fast at a walking speed or a running speed. Yeah, but eventually you, you do... Plateau. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. So, so for long form cardio, unfortunately, a lot of people get disappointed and they stop going to the gym because they're like, man, screw this. I'm done with this. Like, it's not working. Blah, 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 blah. The same (laughs) old excuses. Right. And that's, and that's what happens. So, but, but as you said, even if you're working your butt off, even if you're in a strength training program, if you're looking to lose fat, if your nutrition isn't on point, you're screwed. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so what is the main thing? What would you say is the main thing? And I, I'm i asking you as in like, because I know the answer and I'm asking as like part of the public. What would you say is the main thing in a nutrition plan in order to lose fat? What do you need to be? What do you need to do? You got to be on a calorie deficit. Deficit. Uh, yep. yep. Exactly, man. That's 100% and, correct. And I, and we got, I have to remind you know, even clients all the time, you know, that they're the same way. They, they, oh, why am I not seeing results? All this stuff, they're kicking butt, working out, you know, four times, five times a week. But, you know, I'll, I'll see them post and eating at, you know, at a, at a really bad place that they shouldn't be eating. You know? <laughs> so one plate, you know, they, they, that all that hard work they did in one day working out, you know, it's, 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 it's not even close. So that's why. That's the main reason. Because even in a hard one, no matter how hard you work, you're only going to burn so many calories, man. Yeah, you cannot work your diet. Yeah, exactly. You cannot work your diet. And uh, I say it a lot when I talk about nutrition. You want to have a good relationship with food. You want to grow a good relationship with food and your health intake. And you want to pay attention to your body. You want to know what I'm putting in my body is fueling what I just did. It's giving life to what I just did. It's growing what I just did. These are the things we gotta focus on in order to get where we wanna be. We gotta focus on what it's growing. You know, we can't, we gotta focus on, okay, if I'm, if I'm doing this great workout right now, when I'm done with this, I know I need to get some protein in my diet. So a lot of people take protein shakes. I know I do after my workout. It helps because, you know, I'm at the gym, I'm already working at, right after my workout within, 20, 30 minutes, I'm already working. You know, I'm on my first group. Me and you are both training a group and we get right into it. So I want to hit that protein right away so my system can get some food. But with it, you know, as well as I do, if you work that hard within 20, 30 minutes, your body eats that protein. Yeah. And then another thing people don't realize is, so once again, we got to do our research on nutrition. 
And if we're trying to grow in muscle size, we also need to intake, and, and we want the protein to go directly into muscle, we need to intake some carbs to push that protein to the muscle as well. So these are just little tips, yeah, man. And that's something we don't even think about sometimes, but it's so true. Like the uh, and, uh, protein, muscles don't readily accept protein. Even if they need food, they don't just accept it into the muscle cell. An insulin factor has to be created for the muscle to be pushed or for the protein to be pushed into the muscle. And what happens is that, that the quickest way to get that is through carbs. Because when you eat carbs, it gets breaking down into glycogen. Okay. Glycogen sugar. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So that's, and that's how it works. So I like explaining these things to people because it's really eye-opening because it's actually simple. It's actually super simple. So uh, now we can also talk about, uh, once again, I always go back to this. We're saying long-form cardio isn't good for fat loss, which is if you want optimal fat loss, you don't want to put long form cardio in. That's great. Like walk, do your treadmill. You could even do it every other day if you want to. But if, if we're trying to maximize muscle, that can't be your primary source that you go to like, oh, I did two hours on the treadmill and I, I, I lifted weights for 10 minutes. That's, it can't be that. It's gotta be vice versa. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 45 minutes of weights, 10 minutes on the treadmill, 20 minutes on the treadmill. That's how it's gotta be. It's gotta be mainly based around strength training. And as far as the nutrition side of it, or I mean, uh, not the nutrition side of it, but uh, the goal side of it, when when you're going after your goals, let's say your goal isn't to get optimal fat, optimal fat loss, long-form cardio might be in your best interest. Like if you're a marathon runner and you're trying to compete for a marathon race, then of course you're gonna be doing long-form cardio. And that's gonna be your main source. And the weightlifting will be secondary instead of a primary. That's how that goes. It depends on what your goal is. What is your goal? Yes. What are you trying to track to? You exactly, know? Exactly, man. Yeah. So it, it, it all, figure out your goals first, and then go on from there. You know, if it, like Ronnie just said, if you're trying to put on muscle, then it just doesn't make sense to do uh, four days of cardio days and then one day of strength training. Come on, now, and expect to get the right results. Yeah, it's almost like common sense, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Common sense is not so common, no, all right? Yeah, <laughs> so, okay, so that's one form of cardio, long-form cardio. The, the next form we can go over, and a lot of people don't know about this one, is LIS. Low-intense, steady-state cardio. Now, we talked about some people think, some people um, have heard that cardio is really good for you, and that cardio can, um, you can lose gains doing cardio. If you're trying, once again, here we go about goals. If you're trying to gain the most muscle mass, we're not doing a ton of cardio. But, but if you're trying to gain the most muscle mass and the most fat loss at the same time, you can use LIS, low low intense steady state cardio. And what that is, is getting on a bike or a long run, just like the runs you get used to, a two mile run that's not gonna get your heart rate too high, that you can do at a nice easy pace, maybe a seven mile, minute mile pace, eight minute mile pace, and you go at well, whatever your own pace is, you know, that's, that's easy. But you go at, you know, a 60, 70% run, or you go on a bike ride, or you bike on the stationary bike, and you do it for like 20 minutes. Something that's gonna take you like 15 to 20 minutes, but in a nice 60% mode. So what happens is you're gonna burn like, you know, an extra 200 calories or so, 
and you're gonna still eat to maintain, so you're still maintaining calories, but getting those extra 200 calories without being in a high intense state, without breaking in a sweat, without going hardcore, that allows your body to burn a few extra calories without like losing time for recovery, without cutting into your uh, ability to um, recover your muscles and things like that. That's good, you know, uh, a few minute rounds, a few couple minute rounds on the bat, uh, on a speed bag or a punching bag or something like that is not bad either, you know, just so, continually moving. Sounds like just basically an extra, a longer warm up. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. So yeah, just put it in perspective. Yeah. But to put it in an even better perspective, a deeper perspective at a separate time from when you usually work out would be. So let's say that you're an early riser, you wake up at four, four thirty. You don't have to be at work until seven or eight and you work out with your trainer at six. You can do 20 minutes at 4.30, eat some food, get ready, go to the gym and do your workout. You know what I mean? Because it's not gonna take a lot out of you to do those little, that little bit of low intense cardio. And it gains, it, it burns a little extra calories, then you can eat afterwards and it'll give you some energy and fuel for the gym. So you're not tired of going to the gym. So it's really based on what your goals are, man. But it's definitely something you could do. Low intense steady state cardio. A lot of people sleep on it. A lot of people don't know about it at all. Don't even know what the hell it is. And uh, so educate a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like I said, on, like usually at these bigger gyms, you usually you see people just, just jump on a treadmill. Oh, yeah. Know, just do it for- It's their favorite one. <laughs> yeah, for like a whole hour. Yep. <laughs> and then let's oh let's let's go and lift some weights just randomly and oh let's call it a night. Yeah, I want to do some biceps. Yeah. Oh, I want to do some some bench press. Yeah. So random, random workout. Random yeah, like no plan, no goal, no nothing, and just expect results to come. Exactly. This makes no sense. <laughs> so yeah, so not not making fun of anybody who's uneducated, but you know it is, you know. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. And you might not be doing and expecting a different result. And you might not be doing the same thing over and over again. But if you're going to the gym, you're paying for a gym membership. Even if it's just 20 or 30 bucks, you're paying for a gym membership. But really, you're just wasting $30 because you're going there with no plan. That's the same thing you keep doing over and over again. You're going there with no plan. And even if you are going in a, with a workout plan, you're not coming out with a nutrition plan. So what, what are we doing? Are we going towards our girls or are we, we just kind of walking in circles and giving people our money for no reason? You know? Yeah, you know people exactly. can go out and spend a lot of money on Starbucks, but they can't invest in their own health. That's <laughs> investment you can do, man. Yep. So the most popular, moving on to our third and last point and biggest point, really, and uh, the fat loss. I'm sure everybody could guess it by now. It's a big, big thing going on in the fitness industry right now. Hit high intense interval training. And the reason why this is the best form of cardio to lose fat on is because, what, what would you say, Roy? Uh, it sounds intense, like uh, okay, it's time. Hey, and you're right, it is intense. But what I went over in the very beginning with everybody, and hopefully everybody's been listening to the podcast the entire time so they understand what I mean. 
But the way we get to the most fat loss is that the foundation is through strength training. Hit, the foundation is strength training. Yeah, so during the workouts, yes, they are high intense. That's why it's the best form of cardio. It's high intense and it also has strength training involved. So you could put in deadlifts into a high intense interval training circuit. You could put in squats, you could put in front squats, you could put in bench, you could put in whatever you want. Plyometrics, you can do anything in a high intense interval training circuit and it can absolutely destroy you. And the best part about it is that having your heart rate that high, minimal breaks, but with also doing full body workouts, compound movements, lifting weight, that is why you'll burn easily four to 600 calories within 45 minutes on a workout like that. And that's what people burn on average here, 480, easily. 500 calories easily, easily. every workout. So yeah, no, no doubt, no problem. It doesn't matter what we're doing that day. Cardio, hit, uh, uh, station day, you know, we got a bunch of different ones, sports performance day. Um, we, got, we got a bunch of different ones and every single one of them are designed to burn those calories and design through what we would define as high intense interval training. So, you know, and of course, the, the form has to be taught, the workouts have to be taught correctly, we're not just doing random shit. But, this is where it's at, high intense interval training, people. And, um, I don't know, right? What do you think? Because you've worked out for a long time, going to a regular gym and doing, doing what we do, because, I mean, we lift weights, we don't do a ton of hit, but all our foundation is about strength training. That's literally what we do. So. But what workout's harder for you? When you do like a full body group workout or when we do a, like a really intense weightlifting day? Well, intense weightlifting day because I mean, like especially let's say if it's deadlifts or squats, you know, <laughs> right after it, you feel like you just ran miles. <laughs> you know, you're gasping for air, you know? So it's definitely a very intense form of cardio in my books anyways. I would, and I, it's actually one of my, I'd rather, I prefer to do that instead of actually go out there and run a marathon or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, man. And I get all my cardio through plyometrics uh, uh, and sprinting. I'm, I'm good with sprinting, man. I don't like doing that long form stuff. Yeah. So all high intense for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so basically, let, let's just do a quick recap for everybody listening to the podcast. Once again, thanks everybody for tuning in. It's been, um, it's been awesome watching the podcast grow, the listeners grow, and... I would encourage everybody, because we've had a few questions recently, but I would encourage everybody to ask questions, questions of their own, questions friends may have had, because we will put that information into a podcast so that you can get what you're looking for out of it all at once, and pause it, and replay it, and pause it, and replay it, so whenever you want, at your own convenience, so that's what we're looking to do for you, so please reach out, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, the whole nine yards, and just contact us on one of those social media platforms, super easy. So, recap. If we're looking to shred, cut our body fat the most, we have to stick to strength training. Three times by the bare minimum to five times a week. A strength training, a progressively overloaded, overloading strength training program, okay? Then we also have to incorporate HIIT training as well. So 
at least three days a week HIIT training, three to five times a week weight training. This will easily be the most effective way to burn body fat. Now, if you get to your desired weight, you gotta find your maintenance calories. And I talk to everybody about this all the time. The average is usually multiplied by 12 of your body weight. You get like an idea of what you burn at rest. And if you wanna go super, uh, hopefully you can get one of those in-body scales that's 10 grand, or you can go find somebody that can actually get your true body fat percentage because a lot of these scales are pretty skewed. You know, I know I'm more than 9% body fat right now and I stepped on one the other day that showed me I was like eight. I'm like, yeah, nah, there's no way. So, um, you know, that's the best way to do that. But as far as, you know, nutrition, if we stay healthy, if we stay on top, and if we stick to that average, I promise you, you're gonna, you're gonna shred your fat. Now, if you get to where you wanna be with your weight, if you hit your weight goal, da, 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 this is when I would start adding in your list, your low intense steady state in the morning or separate from your weightlifting program so that you can go ahead and maintain the amount of calories that you're at. So you can maintain your weight, so you can keep cutting fat at that weight and be shredded. So that's, that's what we have for today, everybody, as far as this uh, cardio for fat loss goes. Now let's transfer to uh, fighting, man. I have to talk about those fights that happened. <laughs> Do you want to start or, or, or you know, let me start? Because, whew, it was a Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Take, take over. Oh, man. We're not here to take part, we're here to take over. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm just like everyone, man. I'm, I'm, I, well, honestly, I think everyone expected Connor to, you know, come out there and dominate. You know, he is the su- superstar he is, but, you know, I, I like I said previously, I thought Poirier was going to come out there and probably pull one out with a W, and he did, but not like that. <laughs> You thought Poirier was going to eke him out on the scorecards, bro? Yeah, that was going to be a decision. That's what, exactly, exactly. And you were just betting for him because everybody else was betting for McGregor. Don't even start. Oh, Don't boy. even start. You don't even know who Poirier nah, is. Man. You never bet for him. Sorry, everyone forgot. Yeah, everyone forgot. Everyone forgot. Yo, we can just we just go on to the last podcast and see how booty, you're like, ah, I guess Poirier. No, I just, I just, like I said. Nah. Well, <laughs> We can all agree this was a new Connor, man. This was a new Connor. Yeah. I don't know if I, I, it's a good if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Booty. What do you think? What do you think? What um, you think? Uh, for his life, good. Um, for his fighting career, maybe not so much. Uh, I think that it's weird though because he had the same graciousness going into the Cerrone fight. So what I'm wondering is what happened in between there and here where he didn't want to come out and kill snakes. Because against Cerrone, he like almost jumped out of the octagon to throw that left hand. <laughs> so so what, was, what was the issue going in here? Was he already banged up and we didn't know about it? Was there something going on in his personal life we didn't know about? Like what, what was the deal? Because it was real weird to see him go out against Cerrone and look like the same Connor we've always seen you know, and just attack and go for the fucking kill. And and he was in his karate stance, threw a kick, the whole nine yards. Um, uh, did the Connor thing. Did his left hand a lot. I, I don't know why he wouldn't take the same approach to Poirier. It's weird. 
Uh, Don't get me wrong. Poirier is obviously better than Cerrone at this point in his career. Obviously. I'm not saying that it's even a close, like, oh, it should be a closer because he beat Cerrone. What I'm saying is that why did Con- – like, obviously he can't just go across the octagon and throw that left hand. But why didn't he – he went after him. But why didn't he attack him like he usually – like, was he trying to prove that he could go five rounds or what – is that what it was? Or? I really hope not, man. I really it's hope booty. that wasn't the mindset. Like, why is he not trying to win? That's like what I'm saying. Like, like, I'm, I'm really confused. I feel like if that's the case, then he was trying to do a Loma. <laughs> like, and I feel like, – I also feel like he he's unsure where he wants to be in his career. Like, is this something I really want to do kind of thing because – like at the end of the press conference he was like yeah you know i don't know how i feel about this one i'm not even like super like he wasn't even like crushed by it it's exactly. weird and that's something that's scary. that you can also op- opinion on like it's like is it the money like the business is, is it taking over because you have to be all in well, well here's here's what it is here's what it is man. you're trying to be a good man and then you're trying to be a fighter yeah that's hard well, How you gonna? Max Holloway does it. <laughs> yeah, but you still. Well, but you gotta. Nah, but you gotta have that dog. Look what he was doing in the fight. I'm the fucking best. Stop me. Yeah. What you got? I'm the best boxer. Bring it in here. That's that's not what Connor was doing. Connor did that against Cerrone. Connor didn't do that against Poirier. He didn't say, "This is me. Eat that left hand." Yeah. Uh, he didn't do that. It was really point. weird, man. Poirier it was really was weird. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not taking another way for Poirier. Poirier did great. He uh, stuck to what he knew. When Connor did hit him, he was able to move so that he didn't get knocked the fuck out. Like, he was able to keep his composure when he got hurt. He did all the stuff yeah. that he needed to do. I'm saying, why did Connor change? Because that could have been a really good fight. <laughs> it, w- it was the whole first round. and Yeah, I'm just like, how do you not adjust it's that like, those leg kicks, bro? And the, and the or is it just did the first one? Because his leg was really big, and he, he's out 180 days due to the leg. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So did he break something in there, maybe? Did he break his shit? Did he break his shit? He could have. <laughs> Maybe, man. Good, because I mean, it was he like. Gotta keep elevated, he said, man. I got a football in me calf. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> nah, Poirier, he did his thing, man. He executed his game plan. Like, 100% listened to his coaches. He executed his game plan. I just. He told him to go for the calf. It was really weird it. because it was like McGregor was good. He was boxing with me. So bam, bam, bam. Poirier would exchange back. And even in the second round, McGregor was getting the best of him. He was beating him up, beating him up. And then all of a sudden, it was weird. It was like McGregor beat him up, and then I think Poirier got him with a couple more kicks, and then it was like, all right, I, I, can't, I can't do this no more. <laughs> and then he just like, kind of like, yeah. he's, he went back instead of forward. It was really, it, it's like all of a sudden, boop. It definitely creeped up on him. Yeah, and like, cra- like, like he, he was like. He was too focused on his game. I think what happened was. was he got kicked a few times, it went numb, and he's like, oh, no problem. You know, I don't feel it. And then it went dead to where he couldn't move it yeah, kind of no thing. Weight. That's what happened to O'Malley. Yeah. But at least O'Malley's a puta, no, I though. Sign, I think something popped in O'Malley. Or nah, O'Malley, O'Malley's, O'Malley, um, he hit the perineal nerve. Instead of hitting, instead of kicking the muscle dead, he hit a specific nerve that makes your foot go like this. And it did, it, it wouldn't flex for him. So every time he stepped, listen, that's why he kept going like this. <laughs> he couldn't step. That's, that's booty. I'm sorry, O'Malley, man. Oh, oh, bro, I'm still supporting yeah. you, man. But that's so funny. That's that's why he got against the fence. He was just kind of like. No, <laughs> and then he went no, down. yeah. When that happened, he, he was stiff as a board. Connor wasn't yeah, dodging was any beach. punches. He was just an open, just taking hits. <laughs> Poirier just came up to him and just. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. yeah, yeah. Caught. It was. That's what I'm saying. It was weird. It was like Connor just kind of like, well, I'm fucked. And then in his head, he was like, it was like almost like. 
he knew he was screwed. He couldn't go anymore. And in his head right then and there, like he opted out of the fight in his head. And it looked like he was just like in his eyes. It was like, fuck, man, I can't believe I lost. Yeah, I before think he even lost. Yeah, before any of that. Before happened, he even lost, think, when he started backing up, it was like fuck, I lost. Uh, yeah, he already quit. In his it was weird, so. man. It was really weird. He felt that yeah. laugh, and he could not. And just like anymore. I was listening to Brendan Shop today, and he literally said it like this. He was like, "Yeah, man, it was like um, you got these other guys like Connor's about that three kids, third kids on the way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's married. He's got he's, he's financially be, he set for the rest man. of his fucking. Yeah, he he's got hundreds of millions, right? So he's got hundreds of millions in the bank. Got plenty of investments going on that it's going to make him even more millions. And he has like eight businesses. You know, exactly, that. dude. He's got the fast business. Dude, he's got everything. And he's got it in the business names, which means that he can still not get affected. It's, it's a win-win for this guy, right? So it, it's really hard, I feel like, to, to stay on top of your game and stay hungry. And, and Brendan Schaub was talking about how like he's got all these things, whereas Dustin Poirier, this is the best uh, con, uh, money he ever got. You know what I mean? Like, that's the best by far he's ever gotten paid. Um, and, and these other guys, like Tony Ferguson and some of these other, he's like, if I put these guys, like Michael Chandler, um, Dustin Poirier, Tony Ferguson, and these guys in a room with Connor, and I was like, all right, who's willing to die in Octagon tonight? He's like, everybody in that room but Connor is going to be like, me. And he's like, Connor's going to be like, no, fuck that, bro. I got millions of dollars. Why I'm dying now? I got three kids. What are you talking about? I'm good. You know, so that's, you know, it's, he's not kill or be killed. He's not that dog right now. Yeah, you got to bring that dog back out. If you're going to do it, you got to do it, bro. Because this, this sport, bro, you're going to take brain damage. Like, that's, like, you got to do it. Now, do you think is that that's why he went to Portugal to train? To probably get away from business so he could just focus on training? But I, I didn't even hear. Bro, Portugal's not far from it. It's not he like trained huge. in South America for this fight. That's what I saw in the documentary for the... The fight. Yeah, how long though? Because I didn't. Even, it wasn't even. Like and that's a big what thing. Khabib was talking. Well, that's why he was trash talking. Like, but, oh, you, but you he, did all this. But he was with his team. Went though. there. Yeah, he brought his whole team with him. But I mean, he specifically went to like a this, like a secluded place, a secluded gym. It was just him and his people. Training. Uh, he probably did that because of COVID. He probably couldn't. Well, train that's, in Ireland. Yeah, that's, that's probably too. what it was. That's exactly what it was. I was most shocked because I'm like, out of all places, South America. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Because there are no restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't wearing masks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, just, I, 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 I feel bad for the guy in a way, but I'm happy for Dustin Poirier. You know, I like I liked the underdogs winning. He can't, he got his ass with the first time. I would like to see the next. I would like to see a trilogy and not the next fight, though. I would like to see Connor. If he's going to come back and fight, I would like to see him fight like Nate, honestly. And the reason I say Nate is because they've both been inactive. And Nate's not going to knock him, knock him the fuck out. Well, I mean, Dana did say he had a surprise who that person was going to be. So so I'm thinking Nate against Connor would be great. He was announced it. And um, I think Chandler versus Gaethje would be fucking great. And I think that fight needs to happen next. And I think Oliveira versus Poye for the belt. That's what I say needs to happen in the lightweight division. Yeah, I'm definitely not found like yeah, I'm I, I'll give Chandler his props. I'll say he's a beast, but I definitely don't think he should get a title shot next fight. It should be another fight. I didn't say title shot. No, no, but there's a lot of people saying that he should already be like even well, he the was only, saying he should be fighting Poirier next. Well, it's know? it's it's hard not to say that though because of his pedigree. Though before he came to the UFC, the last four guys he knocked out in the first round. Yeah, yeah. And they were all champions. That's the thing. And they weren't booty guys. These are well-known guys, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, bro. Yeah, you can't. Still, yeah, like, even Poirier I don't wasn't even fond of it. He, that's why he's like, I rather it's either another. Khabib. No, the reason he said that is because they said for an interim title. I didn't pick that up, but he, they asked for an interim title. It's like if it's for an interim title, I'm I'm not I'm just gonna sell my yeah, hot sauce. It's not, I'm doing a title. Yeah. There's no interim. That's the only thing he has to complete. That's, that's what he's what saying. He's missing. That's his actual. That's champ. what he was saying. He can't say he wasn't. He wasn't saying oh screw Chandler. He was saying screw interim. I'm not an interim. That's what he was saying. Yeah, I'm not doing a no interim belt. It's gonna be for the championship, or I'm gonna fight Connor again. Yeah, <laughs> Why not? Sense. I'm gonna make money, or I'm gonna fight Nate and make money. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would do the same thing. Fuck like, that. Yeah. He's, dude, he's been in the game for so long. Now that he can't even be champion, this fight should have been for the championship. Yeah, like he's saying, he's the people's champion. If Khabib already had his mindset, Dana was just screwing off, like, that's so stupid. Like, that right there should have been for the vacant belt. Because Khabib's already been said he wasn't coming back. And the only way he's going to come back is if, like, Chandler goes on, like, a tear and beats the top five, the, all the top five yeah, guys. Yeah, then we're looking next year. Like, exactly. So, like, we're, we're, time's going to keep passing. Time's going to keep, like, no. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. I because GSP came back after four years, and he and he and he knocked out Michael Bisping in middleweight, <laughs> a division he never even been in. So you can't say it's not possible. Well, no, yeah, because that dude's training hard, still hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he has a bunch Khabib, of cousins. Khabib, Khabib, yeah, exactly. He's always yeah. training, dude. He's an animal. Okay, he'll come back and fight. If Chan, let's, let me just put it to you this way: if Chandler, like, let's say Poye wins the belt, which he will, I think, I think he'd beat Oliveira, no problem. I think he beats Oliveira's ass. Um. I, I think that uh, who should Connor fight? Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I like that fight. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, man. Mm. Uh, I think I, I, think, uh, I, I think Tony Ferguson being run down now. I, I think Connor's got that one. Honestly, even if he just boxes so like he did took his boy, I think he wins that fight. Because <laughs> Tony Ferguson showed booty booty stand up yeah. on that last fight. But yeah, man, I, I'm really looking forward to the, the lightweight division. Watch it. I really hope Chandler fights Gaethje next. That would be a banger. That would be a banger. You know what I mean? Chandler versus Gaethje. Who you got? You got Gaethje, don't you? Yeah, I got Gaethje. I got Chandler on that one, bro. Go I'm not going to lie. Go I'm not going to lie. That's when I would, if he beats Gaethje, then I'll be, become a believer. All right. Hey, man. Everybody will become a believer if he beats Gaethje. That's why it needs to be the next yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody, <laughs> we're going to tune out now. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Obviously, we're on rlineradio.com. You can tune in Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. We're putting up YouTube videos of our podcasts. So go check out our YouTube channel, PPTC Fitness. Subscribe if you haven't already, and we're going to keep putting up more content that you guys want to see, so reach out and tell us what you want to see. I'm Ronnie Petito. I'm Roy. And we'll see you next time.